If you are taking an outward look at me at the time, with my fancy degree, career, marriage, children, it looked like I was living the dream of many. But you know what? On the inside, it was a different story. Because even though my life may have looked so beautiful on the outside to others, it didn't feel as beautiful on the inside to me. What was happening on my inside? Welcome to the Happy African Marriage Podcast, a show where we empower, equip, and encourage you to build a stronger marriage in these modern times, even if you're raising a family. We are Dr. Eben and David, a Christian couple, happily married life partners, parents of three, and marriage partnership coaches. If you're ready to build an enriching marriage partnership for a peaceful, thriving, and unified home, and a lasting legacy of impact for future generations, this podcast was made for you. So, stay tuned. Be prepared to be empowered and inspired to build the happy African marriage you truly desire. I beg, make we talk the matter. Welcome again to another episode on this podcast. Hope you had a relaxing weekend and had a happy Father's Day celebration. We're back again with another episode. We chose this topic because in my conversation with married um, individuals, I realized that some got into marriage to fill up a void or to be happier. And of course, there's nothing wrong in being happier. But many get to realize not long after the honeymoon or the wedding that the happiness that they seek cannot be found in just being married or in some cases in achievements or possessions. In some situations, we find that certain behaviors, patterns or beliefs that are not beneficial to us are carried over from our childhood into marriage and if not identified and addressed, brings about more pain or stress to our lives. For me, I used to worry so much about what people say or think about me. I often sought validation from my husband from time to time. Some years ago, I was speaking to my husband and seeking for validation again after one encounter I had or interaction with another person. I said again because it was not the first or second time. This was becoming a pattern in our relationship. I was worried again. If you are taking an outward look at me at the time, with my fancy degree, career, marriage, children, it looked like I was living the dream of many. But you know what? On the inside, it was a different story. Because even though my life may have looked so beautiful on the outside to others, it didn't feel as beautiful on the inside to me. What was happening on my inside? Inside, I felt different. Things were different, and my husband knew it, but he was patient with me. When I look back to that moment and other moments, I realized that in fact, what was happening was that I was suffering on the inside. I remember saying to her on one of those moments, I do not want to replace God in your life. You will need to take your concerns before God you should be more concerned about what God thinks or says of you than what other people say or think. You see, coming from an African background, 
I've known God as the God of war, fighting my battles, but I also had to know him as my loving father. This was not about memorizing the scriptures such as John 3.16, which says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Or Jeremiah 29 verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. It was deeper than that. This was not about memorizing the scriptures such as John 3.16 and or Jeremiah 29 verse 11 as my husband just read. It was deeper than that. When I began to understand God's unconditional love for me, that was the beginning of the transformation that took place in my life. I began to realize that God loved me more than I would ever know or understand. Am I perfect? No, but I've come to realize that I am accepted and not condemned. Perfect love casted out fear. As I invested more in having a deeper relationship with God, my loving and heavenly father, and getting to know him more, I began to know myself more, love myself more. I got to know it's okay to make mistakes, to fail forward. My desire to serve others more, using my God-given gifts and talents, increased the more. I wanted others to know that God loves them so much. As I embraced the fact that my identity was not found in my accomplishments, my successes or failures in life or perfectionism, but in my loving Heavenly Father and God. When I say that I am nothing without God, I cannot live or breathe without God, it stems from my personal relationship with Him. Not religious rituals or fancy statements, but one word, a relationship. The more we invest in our relationship with God, the more we see changes in our relationship with ourselves, our spouses, our children, and others. I'm a happier person, not because I married my best friend and a man that truly loves God and also loves me. I'm more alive now than ever before because of my God and loving Father, my everything. I'm completely complete in Him. I don't need to prove to God that I am worthy of his love, care, and attention. I am already worthy. I am becoming the woman God wants me to be, partnering with God and working as a team with my husband at Happy Married Family. As someone that has lived a private life for many years, I never imagined starting a podcast. But here I am speaking to you right now, even if this means getting out of my comfort zone. Friend, do you want me to be honest with you? I would assume you said yes. So, here it is. If you think because you're married, your problems or issues will go away, then you may want to revisit that thought. Getting married will not fix the personal issues we have or our insecurities or fill the void we fill. Actually, if certain issues are left unaddressed before marriage, this could become more pronounced in marriage. In my own experience, worrying about what people thought about me was something that had been evident since my childhood. As I grew older and as the years passed, it became more pronounced in my marriage. But thank God for the patient husband I have. He knew he could not always validate me. 
and pointed me to him who was able and is still able, God. And that was all I needed to begin my journey to true freedom. Looking back and knowing what I know now, I realized that part of our time and energy as a couple was spent or wasted trying to put a band-aid on an issue that marriage could never fix. No matter how patient, loving, or caring my husband was, even if he is my best friend, the fact was that there was an underlying mindset issue hidden deeper within the surface. Since identifying the issue, I realized that a better use of our time and energy would be to serve and support more couples and individuals who are on their marital journey. To inspire and encourage them to use their time and energy in more productive ways through this platform. I'll stop right here for now. It feels like I've been talking for a long time. Let me give room for my dear husband and marriage partner to add a word or two to the conversation. Yeah, thanks. I'll probably say more than more than one or two words. My blessed and beautiful wife may have shared her experience from a female perspective, but husbands can also have some voids we also want to fill. And in doing this, we are seeking it from our wives or friends or family members who, because they are also limited, are struggling to fill our void. Sometimes it may even be our jobs or even the amount of money in our accounts that we're seeking to fill this void. I remember a time in our marriage when we could not pay our rent. This was a tough time for us. We had just migrated from the US to Canada and we're still settling in as a family. Things were tough financially. You can imagine how it would have felt for me as a man not being able to foot the bills, you know, at that time. But I found my identity in God. Because if I had found my identity in the amount of money in the account at the time, it would have been harder for me to cope. And thanks for a supportive wife who was there even in those moments. At the end of the day, God made a way. This is just to say that when we get married, we're not excluded from challenges, but we can always hold on to God's word. One particular verse that comes to mind is Isaiah 43, verse 2, which says, When you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. Amen. All we need to do is turn to God, who is our source, the one who is limitless, the fountain that never runs dry. To wrap up this episode, we want to leave you with a few points, actually three points. One, God is the only one that can fill the void we feel in our lives. Not our marriage, fancy degrees, accomplishments, high-paying jobs, or successful businesses or properties, or even the state of our finances. We all have to come to a place where we truly believe in our hearts that our identity is found in Christ, not in any man or woman, not in any accomplishments or possessions. Secondly, 
Your spouse can never complete you. Your spouse can only compliment you. Take care of the first part by understanding that you are made complete in Christ and your identity is found in Christ. When you realize this, it will be easier for you to work together with your spouse to complement each other as you work better as members of the same team and grow together as two life partners in love, supporting each other's growth, partnering with God to build a peaceful, thriving and unified home in this present age and a lasting legacy of impact for future generations. And finally, when couples invest more in their relationship with God together, their marriages grow stronger. That means following what the Bible says about marriage as discussed in our previous episodes. Truly, the family that prays together stays together. Here's a reflection exercise for you. How is your relationship with God? What is your relationship with God like? Are you placing anything or anyone before God in your life? Where do you find your identity? How can you invest more in your relationship with God and have a more intimate relationship with Him? Let's end with this quote. There is no place too dark for God's light to penetrate. And no heart difficult to be set aflame by God's love. I do hope you were blessed by this episode. Do have a wonderful week and talk to you next week. God bless. Shalom. If you like that and mom show, please don't forget to leave them a review to, to spread the love. Hi friend. If this podcast has inspired you or you found value in today's episode, one of the best ways to thank us is to leave a written review in our Apple podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Also, please feel free to share this episode on your social media channels. And together, let's join the happy African marriage movement as we work together to break the cycle of managing or enduring marriages for our children and the next generations after them. Remember, the state of our marriages today can impact our future generations. Shalom.